Welcome to the Round the League podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Round the League podcast. I'm your host, Bryant, and this is your podcast for everything sports. You can find this podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms at the Round the League podcast and on YouTube at B-Man Film. So let's go ahead and get into it, starting off with a little bit of podcast news. So today, as you can see, I am in my, um, I'm in a different location. Normally, I have a green screen behind me, uh, but I changed and the green screen should be back next week. But aside from that, also in honor of the 20th episode, I've been doing this for 20 weeks now, which is crazy. Um, I am releasing a website. It is roundtheleague.wordpress.com. Uh, so go ahead and check that out if you would like. I'm going to start a blog on it and just got some more information about my podcast and where you can find it and all that kind of stuff. But let's go ahead and get into the actual good stuff, starting off with this week's um, college football news. So starting off uh, with some of the scores, this is an exciting week of college football. We had number two Notre Dame uh, beating up on number 25 UNC 31-17. to We had number 15 Iowa State. Beat number 20-ranked Texas by three. On uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving, we had Oregon lose to Oregon State. That's number nine-ranked or- number nine ranked Oregon lose to Oregon State, 38-41. to Oregon State was not ranked. Kentucky and Florida. Kentucky was only down four points going into half, but, but Florida turned it on to win 34-10. to Coastal Carolina continues to roll after beating Texas State 14-49. to um, Louisiana Lafayette um, had an insane game, putting up 70 on Louisiana Monroe. And Buffalo also put up 70 this week, and uh, their running back broke a record, scoring eight. That's right, eight touchdowns, eight rushing touchdowns, and that was only him. That wasn't the whole team, only him. He scored eight rushing touchdowns, which is absolutely insane. Then, in a shocking win, after this game was tied in the fourth quarter, uh, Michigan State was starting to run away. Northwestern tied it back up 20-20, to and then Michigan State is ahead by a field goal. And then on the final play of the game, uh, number eight-ranked Northwestern tries a lateral play, um, and they end up fumbling, and Michigan State takes it back to seal the deal 29-20, to and unranked Michigan State beats number eight-ranked Northwestern. And then also we had, and then also we had the Iron Bowl, uh, which Alabama beat up on Auburn as expected, thirteen to forty-two. LSU and Texas A&M. Texas A&M ranked five on the verge of possibly making it to the playoffs. Um, they end up winning that game twenty to seven. They did not look as good as people as expected, especially after Auburn had destroyed LSU. And then Clemson finally back in action after missing four weeks of play. Trevor Lawrence was also back in that game. And then Georgia. Uh, ranked ninth, um, beats South Carolina 45-16. to So that's it um, for some scores. I want to go into some news. We had a first in college football, which doesn't happen um, very often, especially with how long college football um, has been around and just sports as a whole. We had the first woman to play in a Power 5 game. That was Sarah Fuller. I believe she is the goalie of the women's um, soccer team at Vanderbilt. And um, she kicked off to start off the second half of the Vanderbilt versus Missouri game. She only kicked it to, I believe, the 35. And that in all is a first, and maybe that is a sign of things to come uh, for a woman playing at more college football. But unfortunately, Vanderbilt did get destroyed in that game uh, 41 to nothing. 
So now I'm going to move in to the NFL. Um, we had a couple games on Thanksgiving. Uh, we had the Texans and the Lions. The Texans won that game 41-25, to and Matt, Patri- and Matt Patricia got fired. He was um, the Lions head coach, and he looked to be a decent hire after uh, being very good offensive coordinator with Tom Brady and the Patriots. And he just could not get it done. And the Lions fans, I believe, on like Twitter or something, were, were actually thanking Deshaun Watson in his part and getting him fired as Will Fuller also went off at 30 fantasy points. Um, but they end up getting that win. And then Washington beats the Cowboys. Not beats. They destroyed the Cowboys 41-16. to um, Also on Thanksgiving. And then um, another game that was supposed to take place on Thanksgiving was the Raver- Ravens versus the Steelers. But that got pushed back to Tuesday after the Ravens have had eight people catch COVID. More on that in a second. Now I will do my picks. We have the Chargers and the Bills. Um, I'm going to pick the Bills on this one. Texans and Colts. I'm going to go with the Texans. Panthers and Vikings. I'm going to go with the Panthers. We have the Browns and the Jaguars. I'm going to go with the Browns. Giants and Bengals. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Uh, Cardinals and Patriots. Going to go with the Cardinals here. Raiders and Falcons. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Dolphins and Jets. Going to go with the Dolphins. Um, Jets still have not won a game. Saints and Broncos. Saints and Broncos. I'm going to go with the Saints. And the Broncos had something amazing, I guess you could say, um, happen. They actually had all of their quarterbacks. So basically they have four quarterbacks and Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Driscoll, um, their, I believe third string quarterback got COVID. So, um, Drew Locke, their starting quarterback and their black backup quarterback, um, Blake Bortles, and then, uh, their third and fourth string quarterback all got taken out because they either had COVID or because of contact tracing, they were too close to Jeff Jeff Driscoll when he had it um and so they're not playing and they actually put in a request to the league um for their offensive coordinator to play um as their quarterback but that was denied that would have been fun to see uh but nonetheless I believe but nonetheless I believe Royce Freeman their running back will be um their emergency quarterback for this week and now continuing on with my picks, 49ers at Rams. I'm going to go with the 49ers, Chiefs at Buccaneers. This is going to be the good game. 425 start. I'm going to pick the Chiefs on this one. But Brady versus Mahomes, who knows, maybe for the last time ever, um, unless if they meet in a Super Bowl. Bears and Packers, I'm going to pick the Bears. Seahawks and Eagles, I'm going to pick the Seahawks. And Ravens and Steelers, um, I'm going to pick the Steelers on this one. They are still undefeated, I believe 10-0. and And the Ravens. And the Ravens actually have um, J.K. Dobbins and Lamar Jackson out along with um, Lamar Jackson. They all have COVID and more players. And then also the 49ers are not able to play in their in their state because um, their uh, county, I believe, they um, banned all contact sports for three weeks. So that affects, I believe, two of those games. And those games, I believe, will have to be played away or not in their stadium. Now I'm going to move on to some basketball. College basketball kicked off on uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, um, and I don't I don't really know how I'm going to cover this because it's it's tough to like go over all the games or all the games in like the top 25 like I do for football. Um, so I'm just gonna go over like the records kind of stuff and the um, top. I'm just gonna do the top 15 for today. Um, but starting off with number one, Gonzaga, they actually started out playing Kansas, um, and they won that game. That was kind of the big game to start off the season. 
Um, but they are 2-0. and Baylor has picked up one win, ranked number ranked second. Villanova ranked third is 2-1. and Virginia ranked fourth is 1-1. and um, Iowa ranked fifth, picks up two wins. Kansas lost to Gonzaga, ranked number six, and then they got another win. Wisconsin has picked up two wins. Illinois has picked up three. Duke has picked up one. Kentucky has picked up one win. Carrington, I believe is how you say it. They have not played along with Tennessee. Michigan State is 2-0. and um, Texas Tech is 2-0. and And number 15 ranked West Virginia is 3-0. and um, But that's all I'm going to go over for now. Um, and if you have any suggestions on how you would like me to cover that, you can leave them like in the comment section. Um, but I'm sticking with that for now. Or you could email me if you'd like my emails in the description. The Round the Lead Podcast at gmail.com. And then we have um, an interesting moment for former NBA uh, Slam Dunk Contest champion Nate Robinson. Um, apparently, um, he decided to box um, Jake Paul, who's a YouTuber. I think everyone kind of knows him right now. Got famous a couple years ago. He has boxed uh, some, I guess. I don't really know. I don't really follow him. Um, but apparently, he Nate Robinson decided to fight um, Jake Paul, and Nate, Nate Robinson got knocked out. Um, a lot of NBA players have been um, poking fun at him, but that is interesting. It looks like it kind of hurt. He looked, he almost looked to be like injured, but that's a little tidbit there. And now I'm going to talk about some PGA, I guess you could say news. Um, the match happened, the second version, I guess. So this this thing that they're doing to raise money and uh, where some pros play with some um, other sports stars. I think a couple, a couple months ago, we had Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson, um, Peyton Manning, and Tiger Woods play in a two-on-two cherry golf event, um, but this time it was Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley versus Stephen Curry and Peyton Manning. Honestly, I don't know how fair that is, having Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley um, and then Stephen Curry and Peyton Manning. I'm sure Peyton Manning has gotten a little better at golf since he has retired, um, but I mean, having the pro there and Charles Barkley, who has a very awkward golf swing um, play, but anyways, Phil Mickelson does get the win there, and Steph Curry and Peyton Manning um, lose. Alrighty, and finally, I'm going to talk about um, the Hall of Fame selection. Uh, we have the 25 modern era players that were selected um, to go up, um, be eligible to get um, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, so I'm going to read them off here. Um, the two biggest ones probably, or three biggest ones, are Calvin Johnson, um, Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson all getting or trying to get in on their first year of eligibility. Um, then we had Eric Allen, Jared Allen, who's also on his first uh, year, uh, Willie Anderson, Rondé Bar- Barber, Cornelius Bennett, um, Tony Bricelli, uh, Leroy Butler, Alan Fanka, um, Rodney Harrison, um, Tory Holt, John Lynch, um, Bryant Young, Darren Woodson, Patrick Wills, um, Reggie Wayne, Heinz Ward, Zach Thomas, Fred Taylor, Steve Tasker, um, Richard Seymour, uh, Sam Mills, and Clay Matthews Jr., who is Clay Matthews' dad. Um, and I definitely think that Calvin Johnson and Peyton Manning are going to get in, along with um, Charles Woodson. Uh, but that's the class for this year, and that about wraps it up for this week's edition of the Around the League podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Around the League podcast. You can tune in next Sunday for another episode.